The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello and welcome to your Red Friday edition of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Steven Serta filling in for Pete Sweeney, who's a little under the weather today, so let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Red Friday, November 4th. Yeah, it was something that we, uh, he actually approached me about during the offseason, so uh, he's kind of kept me in the loop on everything, and it didn't work then, um, so you kind of get locked in during the season and kind of focused on the guys that, that are in the building um, and how can we have success with these guys, and we've had a lot of success, and so uh, he came to me. Uh, I think after the San Fran game and kind of came back and said this might happen uh, during the bye. We're, we're talking with it and everything like that. And uh, luckily enough for us, it did it did happen. And uh, we were able to get another talented playmaker in that receiving room. The Kansas City Chiefs head into Sunday night football, set to get some new faces on the field. Well, one new face and newly acquired wide receiver Kadarius Toney, who has a chance to get some snaps on Sunday night. Patrick Mahomes mentioned that conversations around the second-year wide receiver went back as far as the offseason for the Kansas City Chiefs. And while a deal never manifested before the season, ultimately Brett Veach still found a way to land his guy. The Chiefs showed interest in Tony ahead of last year's draft, and now he'll have a chance to make his Chiefs debut on Sunday night. The other face expected to make his long-anticipated return is Chiefs rookie cornerback Trent McDuffie, who was officially activated from injured reserve earlier this week. Chiefs fans haven't gotten a look at the rookie first-rounder since week one of the season, and after trading away veteran Rashad Fenton, expectations are high for the Chiefs' young cornerback. Coming off the bye, Kansas City appears relatively healthy overall, with tight end Jody Fortson being the only player missing from practice this week. He popped up on the injury report with a quad injury, and linebacker Willie Gay was limited earlier in the week with a hamstring injury. It's important to remember defensive end Frank Clark was suspended for two games by the NFL during the Chiefs' bye week, so he is not available this week or next week. The Titans are a little banged up ahead of this contest as well, with all-pro defensive tackle Jeffrey Simmons missing practice earlier this week with an ankle injury, and quarterback Ryan Tannehill logging limited practice after missing last week's game with an ankle injury of his own. If Tannehill isn't able to go on Sunday night, rookie quarterback Malik Willis is expected to make his second NFL start. Yeah, we'll try to work him in, though. We're, we're going to try to do it. He's a smart kid. We, he's been with us a couple of days, so we had a chance to talk to him. And he, um, you know, he picks things up fairly easy. He's coming. He was with Kafka, too. So that, Mike, uh, a little bit of the plays terminology, even though they're using mostly the Buffalo things, but a little bit of it's familiar to him. At least it, he has a foundation, somewhat of a foundation. 
While there's plenty of excitement around Kadarius Toney and what he can bring to this Chiefs offense, we'd expect the Chiefs to take it easy on his first appearance. As Andy Reid mentioned, he'll likely get some chances on Sunday, but we have to remember Tony has not played since week two after dealing with a hamstring injury for several weeks. So we probably need to temper expectations for his first showing in Kansas City. The Chiefs offense faces a Titans secondary that is 25th in the NFL, giving up nearly 255 passing yards per game. Coming off the bye, the Chiefs' chances of scoring with little involvement from Tony still feel strong. Uh, I mean, I really don't know. I mean, I'm not really concerned about that. I'm a Chief now. As is the norm in the NFL, we may never truly know why things didn't work out for Kadarius Tony in New York, but as he just mentioned, he's a Chief now. Kansas City is betting on its culture and leadership to get the most out of a talented young player who might just need the right opportunity to live up to his potential. He might have his first chance to turn things around on Sunday night. Yeah, you got to be ready to play. I mean, last year we weren't ready and they, they beat our ass. So uh, we got to make sure that we are ready to go and that it's going to be a physical matchup um, and that uh, we're going to have to go out there and play our best football. And uh, this is a team that is a lot better than I think a lot of the uh, people out in social media and media talk, talk. They don't really talk about them, but uh, we know that it's a great football team coming, in, coming to town with to play our best football. The Andy Reid bye week conversation is strong this week, but as you just heard from Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs team is well aware of their struggles against the Titans. Chiefs are 1-5 against Tennessee over their last six contests. Mike Vrabel's team is a physical group on both sides of the ball that tries to force you into playing their style blow for blow. They're well prepared off the bye week, but this Titans team has a formula for the Chiefs that's worked in the past. Last season, the Chiefs traveled to Tennessee, where they put up one of their worst performances of the season, falling 27-3 in the Week 7 contest. Despite all the proof that Tennessee has found success against this Chiefs team, they still currently sit as 12.5-point underdogs against the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah, so we try to, you know, you know how we do it, but I mean, we try to keep open communication with these guys and, you know, see, see what they're feeling and their coaches know them, see what the coach sees, talk with the player, see how he feels, and then obviously our medical staff and trainers. So when, when it was all said and done, we just said, you know what, he, he needs a little bit more time. We mentioned the Chiefs officially activated rookie cornerback Trent McDuffie this week, so the expectation is he will suit up for the first time since week one against the Arizona Cardinals. While the Chiefs were hopeful McDuffie would return sooner, it became clear after the Buffalo game that they were taking it slow with their rookie first-rounder. The extra time hopefully ensures that the Chiefs will have their talented rookie healthy for the remainder of the season. It also highlights what they believe they have in this young secondary after trading away veteran cornerback Rashad Fenton to the Atlanta Falcons. The Chiefs couldn't have expected that they'd come into this season with three rookie cornerbacks getting so much playing time, but Jalen Watson and Joshua Williams have clearly done enough to make them feel confident moving forward. Add McDuffie back into the mix with Legarius Sneed as the veteran anchor, and they might just be on to something with this young secondary. Yang worked hard. He's, he's back in, which is, like you said, he's, we'll, we'll see how he does. Let's, you know, these guys that come back off of these long stints off, I want to see how they do on the field before we throw them in there. The Chiefs also got some good news this week, opening the 21-day window for offensive tackle Lucas Niang to return to the active roster. Niang has not played since the Chiefs' Week 17 loss last season to the Cincinnati Bengals after suffering a ruptured patellar tendon. 
With the Chiefs' up-and-down offensive line play this season, Niang could be a valuable mid-season addition to the roster if he can return to form. With the at-times concerning play of right tackle Andrew Wiley, Niang could be a welcome addition, but it's worth remembering he's coming off a serious injury that often comes with a 10-month recovery time. So it might be optimistic for Niang to push Wiley for his starting role, but at the very least, he could be a valuable depth piece down the stretch. Well, listen, he's been on a roll. I mean, the whole team has, right? They lose the first two games and they go five straight. Uh, so they are geared up and headed. It looked to me like they got back to their Tennessee formula in the last couple of weeks, which is play great defense, run the football, control the clock a little bit, went on third down, and all of it kind of is generated by the guy you're talking about, you know, King Henry, they call him, right? He's the king of the run game. Um, and a big challenge for us because he's a big back. You can't simulate that in practice, right? So you just got to hope that your foundation of what you've done up till this point allows you to tackle him. Um, got to find a way to get him on the ground. Look, at it's, it's, it, everybody does the exact same thing. It's not a secret, you know. Try to get more hats there, commit eight or nine or whatever it is, take some chances in the run game and hope it doesn't hurt you. Uh, deep, uh, but it's focus number one. It's not a secret the Tennessee Titans offense runs through running back Derrick Henry. King Henry is a likely Hall of Fame player who's devastated the Chiefs defense in the past. After his season was interrupted last year due to injury, he's bounced back to form this year. Henry has four straight games with 100 or more rushing yards, including last week's monster performance where he ran for 219 yards and two touchdowns. While the Chiefs' run defense still ranks near the top of the NFL, they don't face very many running backs like Derrick Henry because there just aren't a lot of guys like him. Steve Spagnuolo knows everything on offense for the Titans starts with Henry, so Sunday's game is as simple as making sure Derrick Henry doesn't beat you. Obviously, Frank's been our starter, but we have, you know, Coach Cullen, he preaches, you know, everybody who's up is a starter, and, you know, I call it 1A, 1B, um, and, you know, the next man up mentality, step in, no drop off, you still got a job to do as well, and hold it down until Frank comes back, because you've seen what he did in his last game, and he's going to come in hot and ready and fresh to uh, do even more of that, so um, we're going to take care of our business and hold it down for him. With the Frank Clark suspension, the expectation is that veteran Carlos Dunlap could be in for a bigger role over the next two weeks. Dunlap sits at 98 career sacks in his NFL career, and we couldn't think of a better way for him to hit the century mark than coming up with a big performance on Sunday Night Football. Of course, Mike Dana and George Karloftis will get plenty of time, though it's worth remembering Dana is still dealing with a lingering calf injury, but he did return to full practice this week. We still don't know if the Chiefs will be facing Ryan Tannehill or rookie Malik Willis, but we expect this group of pass rushers to step up on Sunday and try to put an end to the Titans' five-game winning streak. That's the Arrowhead Drive for Red Friday, November 4th. If you enjoyed the Arrowhead Drive, please subscribe to the entire Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. While you're there, leave us a rating and review. Coming up later today, it's Show MBK with our full game preview on Chiefs and Titans on Sunday night. As for me, that's a wrap for now. I'm Steven Serta. We'll catch you on Monday for the next edition of the Arrowhead Drive.